Hello, welcome to Gray Space, the podcast that I named literally like a minute before I pressed record because I was like thinking about it in my head doing the old podcast intro and it just, I don't know, I don't think it's kind of the vibe anymore. I think with the revival, we also need a little rebrand, but this is a podcast. This is the Gray Space podcast. Um... (laughs) I had ideas in my head for talking, and now that I have to talk, it's, like, gone, of course. But let's start Let's start with this. Um, I actually already recorded an episode of this podcast. Also, if the camera is shaky, I'll try to figure something out for that in the future. Um, this is my bedroom. This is on my bed, um, and I have both of my boys with me, um, and Casper's, like, panting is just kind of shaking the camera. If you could ignore that, that would be very cool. Anyway, I tried to record an episode. I didn't try. I did. I recorded an episode of the podcast already. Um, and I sh- I, I'm not going to post it. I didn't really like it. I don't remember what I said, but it was not in here. It was back at my desk with like my streaming setup uh, because I didn't have like a mic I could bring in here. I had to buy a mic. Uh, But I wanted to because I want the podcast to have more of like a... I don't want it to have my desk set up. You know, I want it to be a chiller atmosphere. But... Welcome back, y'all. Oh, are y'all playing right now? I'm here with my boys. I'm here with Cass. And I'm here with Nobu. Which, if you missed it, I did get a kitten named Nobu. Um, And now they're both leaving, so it's actually just me. Which is super cool. Thank you guys. I feel very supported right now. Um, I got a kitten. His name's Nobuo, but we call him Nobu. We do call him Nobuo whenever he's frustrating us, <laughs> which happens because he is three months old and he's so mischievous. Oh my goodness. But, oh, oh, he just came running in. Maybe I should. Oh, hello. Nobu. <laughs> He had a vet appointment today, and it went so, so good. So, so good. He is officially ringworm free, um, and he has to go back to the vet on Friday for his vaccines. I don't remember which ones. I want to say... I don't remember which ones. Actually, maybe they didn't tell me, but he is due for a vaccine. Maybe it's rabies or something on Friday. He was too, a little too little to get it today, so this was just like a checkup and to check up on the ringworm which has been confirmed he has no more ringworm so he doesn't have to live in the bathroom anymore he gets to be with me and casper all the time and he is loving it oh my god he loves it so much he is mischievous and devious he's very devious and he's very playful um so got the idea to film this specific episode of the podcast because I've been thinking about working, particularly getting back to work with my main channel, um, which I feel like if you, if you're a fan of me enough to be watching slash listening to a podcast, you're probably familiar with the main channel. 
So you might also have noticed that I've been just like reeling it back on the main channel for a while now. Um, but I don't know. I've been trying to get back into it recently and I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> I like don't have any, I mean, I have ideas for content, but none that I really like and I want to make content that I like, but I'm kind of at a point where I feel like I can't while also making videos that people want to see. Um, like the fucking, the Miranda Sings, Colleen Ballinger stuff. I'm probably going to do a video on because a lot of people want to see my opinion. Um, and it is something that like I have been tuned into and interested in, but like if I didn't know that people wanted that video, I wouldn't make the video because I'm just like so, I'm so tired of YouTube commentary. I really am. It's all of us fucking people sitting on our desks with our ring lights, reading our script where we all say the same thing about how this person messed up and it's bad because X, Y, Z. And I, it's just not like content that I find enjoyable even to watch anymore. I haven't watched commentary in a long time. I do here and there whenever something happens that I'm interested in or if it's something that I've never even heard of and I'm like, what's that? But I don't know. First, we're, we're fucking the thing with Miranda, Colleen. It's like everyone and their mothers talking about this. What? Why do I need to say anything about it? I think that that's kind of been my drawback for a while is like feeling like my voice, not that it doesn't matter because I think that's a negative way of looking at it, but I don't think that everyone needs to talk about every single thing happening all the time. I really don't, but I also think that part of that could be just like the mindset that I had when I was just a viewer of commentary, you know, because I used to love commentary. I used to love soaking in other people's opinions and being like, what? this person's canceled. What'd they do? But now that I have to be on the other end of it and I have to be the one explaining things, I'm realizing how much of it is all just so the same. And I think I just prefer listening rather than making. But I built my fucking job on talking about the internet. So I know that this is like, first of all, a first world fucking problem. Very aware of that. And I also know that it's a problem of my own creation. But is it really? <laughs> because I also like, even with fucking movie stuff, because I, for a while, I switched to, for the most part, just movie and TV show kind of commentary because I really like that stuff. I actually watch that genre to this day. I love video essays about media. I finally got around to watching Friendly Space Ninja's video on The Walking Dead last night, and it was fucking phenomenal. But I kind of have an opposite problem with the movie commentary stuff, is that whenever I watch commentary things, it's like, yep, I would say this exact thing, same thing, and I'm going to say this exact same thing in my video. But I think with film and movies, I think that there's usually more nuance, and I think that obviously art is in the eye of the beholder, and so a lot of the time, whenever I watch movie or show commentary, it's full of thoughts that I've never had before, and I love that. But I love that as a viewer. I love watching it 
I love, for example, like the Friendly Space Ninja video, the, the Walking Dead video that I mentioned. I loved like being like, oh, I've never thought about that. Or like, oh, I have, and I agree with it. Or I have never heard of this and I don't even necessarily agree with this opinion. Um, but on the side of making that kind of content, it makes me feel almost inferior, I guess. I feel, I feel like I do more comparison, um, in that realm. I do with, I do with social media commentary too, though. I really do. Um, but that's more of a numbers thing. Like I, I can't say, well, when I pay attention to it. I am kind of at the point where it's like, I don't even fucking care about this anymore. But like, if I were to make a video about something that another YouTuber made a video on, same topic, probably around the same length, probably the same style because it's all commentary and it's all mostly the same fucking format. Uh, but my video got like 200,000 views and theirs got 800,000 views. And it's like, okay, why? What am I doing? Obviously, I know at this point it's because I don't put effort into my channel because I'm so tired <laughs> of doing it. Um, but I think I have a completely different problem when it comes to TV and movie commentary where it's not even about the views. It's just like I'm jealous of these people's brains. Like it makes me feel like I'm not good enough to make that kind of content. So I don't. Um, but at least we're not posting and this is my job. So I don't know. I've been wearing myself kind of thin. I, th I don't know. He's biting my feet. Dude, why are you all bitey right now? I've been at a place where I'm very like tired of making content where my opinion has to matter, if that makes sense. Because I don't, I don't say this in like a negative way or like a low self-esteem kind of way, but I think a lot of the times my opinion doesn't fucking matter. And maybe I'm looking too far into it and maybe people don't take my opinions super highly or like they matter. But I think, I think making like a 30 minute video solely like saying my thoughts on a situation and expecting people to watch it. Um, I kind of hate that idea just because like, going back to, I'm circling at this point, but going back to something I already mentioned, I think is like, everyone is saying the same thing all the time. Why do I have to say the thing? You know? So I, I don't, I don't want to. I don't know. I'm like super, I think a lot of people are tired of YouTube right now. Maybe. I think that honestly, like people's interest in YouTube and kind of internet stuff in general has been declining a little bit. I know recently it's picked back up because we had like the tattoo drama. We had like something with that TikTok lesbian comedian and obviously the Colleen stuff. And I think there was something else. There's been some more dramas recently, but I think this social media bubble in terms of like commentary and cancellations and stuff like that is like not necessarily burst. I think the bubble shrank. I think people are fucking tired of it. I'm tired of it. I know other creators are tired of it. So I don't know. It's a weird place. And it's also weird 
just like in general to be a YouTuber, which I know that this is going to be such like a unrelatable ass issue, which I, I don't know. I kind of hate doing that because it's like, mm, poor you, you're a YouTuber. Oh, mm, that's so sad. Oh my God. You make thousands of dollars from sitting in your room and talking. Oh, let me wipe your tears. You know, like I don't, I don't want or expect people to fucking react like that because it's like, yeah, I know. Like, this is such a stupid problem. But I don't know. Doing YouTube and, like, being in the position that I'm in, in the age and place in my life that I'm in, is so very weird. And, like, othering almost, which is crazy to say as a fucking, like, femme presenting, like, I don't have any visual disabilities or anything like that. I'm white. I'm thin. You know, I'm very privileged. So I know that othering is not necessarily used for people like me. Um, but it does feel very weird and isolating to be 22 and fully have been like self-sufficient and independent for years and in a position where it's like, I don't necessarily have to answer to people other than like sponsorships or something. I don't have set work hours. I don't like, I don't always need to save to buy something if I want it, you know? Compared to the people around me, it's weird. <laughs> especially when I was like, no, especially when, I don't want to say when I was, because this is something that's been kind of consistent depending on the people I'm around. Whenever I'm around people my age that are doing the things that I should be doing if it wasn't for YouTube is when I feel really weird. Um, like, I was supposed to graduate college a few months ago, and I got to watch, like, all my friends post graduation pics. I went to my best friend's graduation, and it was really weird sitting there and being like, that could have been me. <laughs> if I didn't give up to talk to a camera. That's not why I dropped out of college. Actually, YouTube came after college. They happened very close together, but the dropout came before the YouTube. But I think even fucking like, I'm cursing too much. I'm sorry. I don't know where that's coming from. It's not ladylike. Um, I think also a part of why I feel weird is because I didn't finish college when it's such a thing that's so pushed from people like whenever you're in you know grade school and it's really almost always shown as like the only path you can take it was very pushed on me by like family and also all my friends were doing it so I college was just the thing to do college has always been seen as the thing to do and sometimes you get to college and realize, I don't want to fucking do this. I don't like doing this. It's actually negatively affecting me in several aspects. And I, again, I don't need it because at the time I had a pretty decent job. I was working for Apple, you know? But I don't even know what brought me on that thought. Oh, uh, not being in college when, like, people are talking about, like, Oh, I have, I have to do finals or, you know, I have an 8am or whatever. I can't stay out too late because I have a lecture 
in the morning. It's like, damn, I should be going with you to that lecture, and I'm not. Um, I'm streaming Overwatch to people. I don't know. I know that this is such a weird, like, maybe not weird. This might, might not be the most appropriate word. It's such a nothing burger problem, and it's a problem that some people would, like, kill to have. But I do think that it's worth kind of talking about, kind of showing, like, it's not necessarily that the grass isn't always greener, but I think it's okay to show the negative sides of, like, your job or even things you like, because I do ultimately like my job. I like being a YouTuber. I'm not in love with it right now. We're having a little lover's quarrel right now, but I do like my job. Um, but I do think, I think it's important really in a lot of aspects to show the negative sides of things. I wish I was shown the negative sides of college before I went. I don't know if that would have changed my decision because I also think that you need a kind of experience to really understand the sucky parts of things, but still, I don't want this to come off as like a woe is me kind of thing, but I also want like the podcast specifically to be a more laid back, honest, I guess more of a conversational kind of thing. Fucking obviously it's a podcast. What am I talking about? Um, but I'm just being real about what I'm feeling and what I'm doing, if that's cool with you guys. Um, I've also been, I think another reason I've been like so turned off on YouTube right now, turned off to YouTube, I guess, is because I've been trying to like focus on other things because another negative about YouTube is how inconsistent the monetization is and you can either, uh, in my opinion, in my opinion, based on my position on YouTube, right? I don't think it's the same for someone that has like 20k subs. I don't think it's the same for someone that has 2 million subs. This is all my experience, but there we go. Sorry, I lost my thought and then I remembered it. Wow. Um, but in my opinion, I think the two options when you're in my position to uh, make money to retain the amount of money that you make is you can either overwork yourself to the point where you hate everything you do and you don't even make content that's genuine and you don't care about the internet or your viewers or whatever and and, and anything and everything um, because you just got to keep posting you got to be consistent you got to be on top of the drama you got to be getting the views because that's how you get your money I did that route I hated that route, but the route that I'm trying now, while I do like it, I don't even, it's not even as successful as just being a fucking, a slave to internet drama, uh, but the other choice would be to maybe take a step back and try to expand your sources of income, which is what I've done because I have the main channel, I have the side channel, I have streaming, I have OF. I have Patreon, I have my art website, I have, I, like, <laughs> I do a lot, and I feel like it doesn't matter 
to be honest. Because the negative thing about doing that is that, for one, you spread yourself very thin. I've been so fucking tired the past few weeks. Um, but also, it's kind of like there's not a real balance because when you focus on one thing, you know, for instance, whenever I have an art market coming up, so I put more focus and time into that, into preparing, into making art, I focus less on OF or shipping pottery or posting on YouTube. I don't even know the last time I posted a, a vlog, probably over a month on this channel. I think I haven't posted in a month. And I used to love vlogging, but I'm just so tired. But the, th the other thing that kind of sucks is that you also don't even feel like your tiredness is justified because it's like, at least for me, I can't even focus on the thing I've accomplished because I'm too busy focusing on the several other jobs that I had to neglect to focus on this job. So I'll be making jewelry for hours. I'll be hunched over. My back is fucking aching. My hands are like sore from working with the wire. Fucking I'll make, I'll be, I'll be making jewelry for hours and I won't feel like I've accomplished anything because it's like, well, you're still not posting on YouTube. Uh, you haven't posted on OF. Um, you haven't done this. You haven't done that. Your house is a mess now because you've been sitting in bed for six hours making necklaces. Even though I go on to sell those necklaces. I don't know. It doesn't... I think my issue is that things aren't feeling like jobs. But they still feel like so much work. I think that's a good way to say that. Um, and so that's, as you can imagine, kind of not fun. Kind of not cool. I'm tired. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I'm trying to force myself out of it. Um, I really want to specifically kind of get back into the main channel grind and also the side channel grind because I have some kind of... I have at least one kind of obscure video idea. Uh, not like obscure, but I don't know. It's like, I don't do amusement park reviews, but it's not even an amusement park. Um, if you know Omega Mart or Meow Wolf, if you, excuse me, I burped. If you don't know what Meow Wolf is, but you know what Omega Mart is, Meow Wolf is the company that made Omega Mart, that one really weird grocery store in Las Vegas. Uh, Meow Wolf makes ARGs, which is, like, alternate reality games, I believe. So they do these, like, huge interactive installations that kind of have subtle storylines throughout them. And they're very cool. I've been to Omega Mart, and they're finally opening one in Texas. So I already booked tickets for me and my girlfriend. We're going to spend a few days in Dallas, um, or, like, around the Dallas area, because the Meow Wolf isn't directly in Dallas, but it's kind of nearby. Um, but... My girlfriend gave me the idea because I was saying how I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do with YouTube right now. She was like, well, we're going on the trip. There's also Barbenheimer, which that, oh, honestly, I just need the month. I need to, I don't know, because Barbenheimer, I know I'm going to make a video on. I'm so excited for Barbenheimer. Don't get me wrong. So very excited. But going back to my Meow Wolf thing, um, I do want to do a video on it, but it's such a like, one-off 
that I want, I want there to be more attention on my channel so that when I post it, people are just back in the mindset of like watching a YouTuber's new video because that's what you do when you're a fan of a YouTuber. Um, rather than me posting like once or twice a month, maybe three times if I have a sponsorship and it being like a comeback after two weeks. And it's like, she's in this, she's in a fucking weird mall and she's like talking about it. Who's going to watch that? You know, I don't know. I really do want to get back into the consistency. It's just really hard and it's harder when you're also not as passionate about it as you could and should be. But I'm really trying. I really am. Like, I want to get back into it. It's just kind of daunting. And it's not helping that I have burnout, which um, <laughs> my kind of burnout is different from, like, just the word burnout because... Uh, why did I do this fucking hand motion? I tried to go like that, and I don't know what that was. But, because my my burnout is different, because um, I'm neurodivergent. Whoop-de-doo. Whoop-de-doo, my life is just kind of harder to do very simple tasks. Um, but my burnout is much more extreme. So, the idea, like... It's frustrating because I can look in my head, I can think in my head and go, none of this is hard. Go sit at your computer, go type up a script, go put makeup on, you're already wearing makeup in this instance. So go sit at your desk and turn on your ring light and press record and just read the screen with the words that you already wrote. Just do that. No boo, that really hurts. Please stop biting me. Stop. What is his problem? <laughs> I know his problem. He's a mischievous little kitten. Oh my goodness, you're so scary. <laughs> um, but none of those things on their own are physically strenuous. They're not something I even have to do for like a super long time. And it's still like in my brain, the hardest activity in the world. I would rather walk up 20 flights of stairs then record a video 20 flights of stairs no breaks no pausing then fucking make a video which is dumb it's dumb burnout is dumb <laughs> and i really want to get out of it i'm just kind of struggling with how to do that but i'm starting with this little little podcast with nobu Future episodes of the podcast, probably not every episode, but um, I think this podcast, I think, <laughs> sorry, I didn't need to move the camera because I can crop it out. I just realized that there was something on my I, uh, nightstand. Mm, you actually probably couldn't even tell what it was. It was lube, whatever. <laughs> I'll just say it, whatever. I had lube on my nightstand, have currently, not plural, presently. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> um, anyway, in the future, there will be some episodes where my girlfriend Lexi's on here because she wants, she, my girlfriend's like very camera shy, which is interesting because she's dating me, um, who 
obviously, you know, is on camera, likes to be on camera, likes to take pictures, likes to do all the stuff. And she's like, I'm chronically online, she's chronically offline, but she wants to get better in front of cameras. Um, and we were talking the other night, we were like smoking and just having a really good conversation. And I was like, we should do this. We should just record ourselves doing this. Like, this is great. And they were having a very interesting conversation. But that's also a very head-up-the-own-ass thought. I, To be fair, I think anyone that starts a podcast has, is a little bit head-up-their-own-ass. Because it's going back to, like, the YouTube commentary thing that I talked about where it's like, oh, you think your opinion matters. <laughs> you know? Oh, you think people, like, you think you deserve to have your voice heard in a way? Entitlement, that's the word. I think there's kind of a weird innate entitlement to content creation, which I know is hypocritical of me to say as I create content. What are you going to do about it? Um, but, yeah. Anyway, long story short on that one, my girlfriend is going to be joining me on some episodes, and we're going to be talking about random-ass topics, and now I'm going to go pee, because I've been holding it for a little bit, and I don't want to hold my pee anymore. So, I will be right back. <laughs> Alrighty, alright. I am back from that pee. It was a very good pee. Thank you for asking. Let's talk about some positive stuff. I have to burp. Ew. Ugh. <coughs> oh, that was gross. <laughs> Sorry, I had a big-ass dirty chai earlier. Uh, let's talk about some positive stuff because I don't want to make an hour of me just complaining about my job while doing my job because I think that's weird and lame. Um, let's do some positive things. Positive thing, obviously, as I've mentioned, which for, <laughs> I feel like I mention her all the time. Um, the thing is, though, is that I don't post all the time, so it doesn't seem like I actually talk about her all the time. So there are people that still don't know that I do have a girlfriend. Her name's Lexi. We've been dating for, um, a month and... 20-ish days. Uh, are <laughs> that's so lame. Just, <laughs> I'm cringing at myself. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's been, that's been amazing. Sorry, I'm like, <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm rethinking talking about, about her, because I know it's just gonna be cringy and corny. Um, and maybe a little weird because, like, we haven't been dating that long, but, like, Jesus Christ, I love her very much. Um, definitely best, easily, by far, literally without question, best relationship I've ever been in. Like, I truly feel like she's the one, which I haven't said about other people. Even when the relationship was good with certain people and I liked, obviously, the other person, I don't ever remember there being a moment where I, like stared and was like, I think this is my soulmate, actually. Um, but I do that now, do that all the time. I stare at her all the time and I go, ah. and if I'm, if I'm getting this on Spotify somehow, and so you're like listening instead of watching, I'm doing a little heart thing. I don't know if this is going to go on Spotify. It'd be kind of cool if it could, but I don't know how to do that. Um, but yeah, that's been great. She has been so very supportive and helpful of me, and I think that's also, or helpful to me. Supportive of me, helpful to me. There we go. 
Um, and I think that's why I've been kind of trying to push myself to get back into the grind, get back into the spirit, um, is because of her. But I've also been taking better care of my personal life because there's definitely been times where I would literally like I, I would be like a like a robot where it's like you turn me on and I do my one purpose and then when it's done I turn it off so like whenever I was like super super like content 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 I that's literally all I would do I would write video scripts film edit write again post about it but I would just I would never be offline and I'm finally doing things where it's like yes I still obviously post on Instagram if I'm doing a fun thing sue me but I'm doing a lot more of like I'm doing things without wanting or trying or needing to make content out of them um which has been really cool you know went to the art museum went skating went to the aquarium and like they're not even crazy things but it's just i don't know it's nice to be offline i especially now that i'm being offline more i'm noticing a lot easier and a lot quicker um how bad being online makes me feel like yesterday uh Lexi's, my girlfriend's out of town, Lexi. She's, she left yesterday. She's coming back Friday. She's visiting her mom. Um, but after she left, I just sat on my phone. If I wasn't crocheting, because I've been trying to teach myself how to crochet, eh, um, I, I was on my phone. And I was like, I feel sick. <laughs> this makes me so anxious. Like, just constant, constant being plugged in, having to read more shit, interacting with people you don't even like it's exhausting and it's nauseating i was sick yesterday which doesn't help my whole wanting to get back into it thing i don't know man but anyway i said i'm talking about positives and i mean it i got noble i got my baby noble he is, I talked about this, um, when I, oh, I live streamed. Okay. It hasn't been a month since I posted because I did, I did live stream. Um, but I got a kitty and I'm so fucking happy. I, I'm probably going to talk about, I'm going to talk more, um, thoroughly and honestly about my previous dog because some of y'all know I used to have two dogs. Now I only have one. I want to re-talk about that at some point because I didn't, I didn't explain it in a way that, like, really even captured the situation, I think. Um, but for a long time after I rehomed my other dog, I, like, swore. I was like, I'm never having another pet again. It's going to be me and Casper until Casper dies, and then I'm going to be an old cat lady. Um, but obviously that didn't happen. So let's explain how we got from just Casper to now Casper and Nobu. I love cats. I'm a cat person. I love dogs, but like I'm a, my personality is much more cat-like. I love cats very much. I'm a cat person, even though I'm a dog lover. Um, but for a long time, I was like, I can't have a cat because like I have this big dog and 
in my experience, like, I obviously, you know, he hadn't really been around cats before, like, since I had him, but from, you know, his interactions with, like, squirrels or, like, stray cats, I was like, I don't think it's a good idea for me to have a cat, actually, with, with Casper. Um, but these past few months, um, has it been the past few months? It's probably been more than that. It's probably been year and a half. No, half a year, not year and a half. Jesus. Six to eight months. All right, the past, like, six to eight months, maybe even nine months, Casper has just been different. He's chilled out more. He's obviously, he has gotten older. He has been in a better situation than he used to be in my old apartment, which is something I'll talk about later on. Um, Casper is, he's always been a good, sweet dog. No. <laughs> Casper's always been a sweet dog. Casper was not always a good dog, um, but really, really heavily these past months, it's been so very apparent that, like, this is a good fucking dog. He listens. He's calm. He's kind. This is a great dog. I, I'm going to start crying. I love Cass. But, uh, probably a few months ago. No, not even that long ago. A month ago? Two months ago? Um, I went to my uncle's house for my cousin's graduation, and I brought Casper because... My uncle lives in buttfuck nowhere, and he has a lot of land, so I like to bring Casper so he can roam and he can play with my uncle's dogs and stuff. Um, but a new development is that my uncle had chickens, which he didn't have last time I brought Casper. And it made me really nervous, because the chickens, like, free roam in the day, and Casper was also free roaming in the day. Um... Hello, Nobu. So I was like, oh, I have to watch Casper. Um, but I didn't actually have to watch Casper. He very, very quickly learned. He didn't even, he didn't even try to go for one of the chickens. He very quickly, I think he saw like the other dogs and the other people like ignoring the chickens and or being nice to them. So he did the same thing. He had completely ignored the chickens. The chickens drank out of his water bowl. And he was like, party. <laughs> so that kind of brought it back into my mind of like, okay, he's better around small animals. He's better than I thought he would be around small animals, which is cool. Um, and a little flashback because I just remembered that I wanted to bring this up and then I forgot because I started talking about my uncle's house. Um, but back when I was in my previous relationship and I was living in my previous house, I also, like, I really wanted a cat. I really, really wanted a cat so bad. And the person I was dating at the time said, no. And I said, okay, uh, let's, let's not do, let's not do that then. Let's not get a cat then. It's okay. Uh, to fair, to be fair, it was his house. And in hindsight, I'm glad I didn't get a cat at that time. Because then I wouldn't have met Nobu. But anyway, um, my love of cats never went away. And recently, I wanted to take my girlfriend to the cat cafe because she had never been and I've been. There's a cat cafe in Austin. If you don't know, Austin, Texas, it's called the Perfecto Cat Lounge. Um, excuse me, Jesus. 
and all of the cats there are adoptable. And my girlfriend's been wanting a kitten because she has a cat named Honey, and she wants, she just wants a kitten. She wants Honey to have a friend, um, and she wants it to be a kitten because Honey doesn't necessarily like other cats, but it'll be easier to integrate and bond with a kitten. Uh, so we were talking about like going to this cat cafe and we were like, what if we come home with a cat? Wait a minute. But then I started thinking about it and I was like, hold on, <laughs> hold, hold the horses. Cause this whole time I've been writing off, like I can never get a cat. I just can't get a cat. But I was really like putting the pieces together of like, okay, I said I couldn't get a cat at first because I had the dog the dog that I thought couldn't handle the cats. Then I couldn't get the cat because the person I was dating at the time said no. But now I'm in a way different position. I'm way better health. I'm way, I'm way healthier and better mentally to where I'm actually taking care of myself and my current animal. I obviously have the financial means to care for a cat. I have the space to care for a cat. And I didn't have anyone telling me no, which could be a bad thing, but in this context, um, it wasn't. And I just, I, I don't know, it just kind of clicked of like, I'm telling myself no when I can, actually. And I think I am ready for this um, because I was, again, I was like reserved for a pretty long time because of how having two pets went for me. Um, even though at the time I had the two pets, I was so severely mentally unstable. Like y'all have no idea. I'll get into it in a later, in a later pod. Uh, but different context, different situation, different person, kind of. What's, what's to say, you know, who's to say that it's a bad idea for me to get a cat? I don't know about that. So... I did not get a cat from the cat cafe, but the cat cafe inspired me to look at the shelter. Not because I think that like the shelter is better than the cat lounge. Honestly, the cat lounge's adoption rates are just fucking expensive. Um, and there weren't any like younger cats that I like felt super connected to because I did want a younger cat because I thought it would be easier with Casper and with the kitten the kitten in question, whatever, to get used to each other if the cat's younger. And also, kittens are cute and fun, right? Let's not lie. We love a kitten. We love a good kitten. So I went, me and Lexi, I was with Lexi, and we were like, let's go get lunch, and then let's cat hunt. Let's go to some shelters. So we did... Um, we went to this one place and it was like, eh, you know, and then we went to like the main Austin Pets Alive. Please be careful playing in between the tripod, baby. Um, we went to like the main Austin Pets Alive place and we went into a room with some cats and it turned out that we went to the ringworm cat building first. So all the cats in there had ringworm. And I, I, I met, his name was Thistle at the time. I was looking at another cat. I was looking at a cat 
um, below Thistle's, like, cage, because this this cat was named Mega Millions, and he had, like, a jaw thing, so his tongue was always out, and he was also, like, super friendly and, you know, sweet, but I remember petting him and looking up and seeing this small cross-eyed like watching my hands if I like am moving my hands weird it's because I'm entertaining Nobu but I look up and I see this little cat little cross-eyed kitty like staring me down and I'm like hey (laughs) you're cute hello and I remember like really thinking he was so cute um but I wanted to see the other cats because they have like three different cat buildings because they have the ringworm cats they have the regular cats and they have the felvy cats which is feline leukemia um which i couldn't get a felvy cat even though like i no i couldn't have mentally i think i could have but felvy is contagious and me and my girlfriend are planning on living together next year um, and she again has a cat who doesn't have Felvy, so I couldn't get a Felvy cat. But even like whenever I was looking at the just like the regular the regular cats, you know, in the regular cat building, it was like, yeah, there's like one that it's like, yeah, you're kind of sweet. I kind of like your vibe. But I could not stop thinking about this cross-eyed kitty and also Mega Million. I can't lie, I loved Mega Million. <laughs> but I also loved this little cross-eyed kitty. And so it kind of just came down to, like, not necessarily pros and cons, but, like, what I thought... Partially what I thought would be best and partially what I would enjoy more. Please don't knock the mic over. Um, And obviously the answer to that was not Mega Millions, even though I hope and pray if he... If he's not at the, the at the shelter anymore, I hope it's because he went to an amazing home um, to someone who would love and cherish him. But Nobu was just the move. So I got a cat. I have my little kitty. Um, and honestly, it was hard, like, the first few days because ringworm, while humans can get it from animals, like from cats, you have to have, like, super, ex- like, long exposure to the cat with the ringworm to get it. So I wasn't worried about myself, but I was worried about Casper. Um, So while he was doing his meds and stuff, he was living in my bathroom with like both the doors shut. And that was hard because he wanted to come out. Casper wanted to go in. I was like trying to get them used to each other. And it was, it was just like stressful. And also whenever I would like socialize with Nobu and then like leave the bathroom and, you know, do another task, He would just, like, cry so loud and sad. (laughs) Um, But, ah! But he is ringworm free because I was on that med shit. The meds. He had two different medications for it. Um, And he's ringworm free. So he gets to just be a normal kitty in my normal apartment with my normal dog and my normal me. Three very normal individuals live here me, Casper. I think actually between me, Nobu, and Casper, I think Casper is the most normal one. (laughs) I think Nobu, who's weirder, you or me? I don't know. You're kind of a crackhead 
to be honest. But you're also just a kitten. He's also, oh my god, such a food fiend. It's not even funny. He, like, he got that biological clock fucking down. He knows the times that I feed him without being able to actually know time. He will meow, and he will, like, grab on to... I have his food container under my bathroom sink. He will, like, grab and dangle off of the, like, uh, handle to the, like, cabinet door under my kitchen sink. Because he'll know it's time. And he... He just loves food. He will also try... Excuse me. He will also try to break in to my bathroom sink, but it's too heavy because he is 3.8 pounds, as we learned at the vet today. 3.8. That's so crazy. You're so small. He's so small. But... So that was a positive thing in my life. <laughs> I think how many... No, sorry. He sees the blue light on my camera mic, and he's like, "What's that?" I love, I love him. I love the kittenness, but I also am looking forward to having a little bit more of a laid-back adult cat. But I'm very much enjoying the kittenness of this whole thing. Uh, but anyway, talking about another positive thing, I briefly mention it, but I'm trying to crochet now, and I want to give a shout out to. Oh my god, let me double check her name. Let me double check, let me double check. Her business name is Loops and Petals. I met her... What is your name? Meg. I knew it was three letters. Meg from Loops and Petals. I want to give her specifically a shout out. Because I did an art market two days ago. The other day, I don't know. Um, and she was there. And I went to like look at her booth. I went to look at all the booths. Because I like buying from local artists and small vendors and things like that. I love doing that. Um, and she was like a fan of the channel. I don't know if she watches this channel, but if you do, hey Meg. <laughs> uh, but I got a sweater from her and a little heart plush. And it finally pushed me because I've been thinking about like, oh, I want to try crochet. I want to do crochet. And I just never, like, brought myself to actually, like, okay, get in the fucking car and go get some yarn. Like, you want to do crochet, do crochet, you know? I just never was, like, actually about it. Uh, but I finally got the push. Um, and, oh, my God, it's so hard. <laughs> crochet is so hard. I, listen, I already understood, like, small artist pricing because I am a small artist. I understand the time and the energy and the cost and materials and all that. So I never complain about small artist prices. This handmade stuffed animal I got at an art market and he was $75. Is $75 for a stuffed animal wow wild? Yes. But for one, she was very nice. She was a mother. She was an artist. She's an ally. Or, a, or an LGBT person. I'm not too sure, actually. She was a supporter and or <laughs> a member. Um, but also, like, dude, the quality of this and she handmade it? Crazy. So, no. I don't think that paying $75 for a stuffed animal is absurd. Even if, like, yes, it is. No, it's not. Uh, but 
I've always understood, like, why small artists price things higher than you could find them from, like, a chain or whatever. But, man, I so especially understand crochet now. Because I got, um, from Meg from Loops and Petals, the sweater I got was $100. Which I have zero regrets for because for one it fits my arms which is very hard for me to find because I'm freakishly tall for a woman at least um but also I can't even imagine the fucking days it took it had to have taken days to make that sweater crazy I think that people that do crochet are braver and stronger than the marines and I do mean that fully serious. Oh my god. <laughs> Crochet is so hard. <laughs> um, but I've been trying it and I have been liking it. It's just like, um, Lexi's best friend also does crochet and something that she told me that like Eva, her best friend says or said is like, you don't get it till you get it. And man, that is true. Because I was like, I have a little booklet. I was watching different videos and I was doing everything correctly. So I thought, and it wasn't working. And I was just sitting there like, what the fuck? Um, but I watched one video. Actually, let me shout out this person too. She's a crochet YouTuber. And it literally the most, one of the most helpful tutorial videos I've ever seen in my life. Hold on. How do I, how do I see my, like, things I've watched? How do I do that? Again, oh, history. Duh. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Ashel Ann by Felicia, or Felicia, I'm not sure. Um, or, no, it might be Ozel. A-H-S-E-L Ann by Felicia. Literal lifesaver, and also... So very informative and so very nice. I felt so safe. Uh, but that's what helped it click for me. So I've been trying to crochet. I've just been like practicing little like squares to like work on the chain stitching and stuff. But I would like to do more of that and expand more into that. I've also really been fucking with jewelry making lately. I really have. You know what I've been turned off of recently? Not even turned off of. I just haven't been doing it as much. Ironically, it's pottery. I still love pottery. I've honestly just been busy. And it's been too hot for me to use my own pottery wheel. Because I do have my own pottery wheel. But I also live in Texas. And it's July. So it's way too hot. Nobu, please stop biting my toe. I don't like it. <laughs> but. Uh, let me end on another positive thing. What's another positive thing? Um. Oh, I went to my first K-pop concert. Yeah, for sure. Concert. I went to my first K-pop concert. And, oh my god, it's the best concert I ever have been to ever. Yeah. I went to see Twice in Houston. If you were there June 24th, I was there too. And I was crying because, oh my god, they're real. They're right there. And they're actually amazing. And also, I looked amazing. Not even going to fucking sugarcoat it. I looked good. And you can't tell me otherwise. My concert outfit was awesome. And the concert was awesome. Literally best concert I've ever been to. But I'm trying to, like, 
go to more things. Like, obviously, I'm going to the Meow Wolf thing. I went to the concert. I'm going to see Baby Metal in August, which I'm so excited about. Um, and I'm going to at least one rave. Probably more. I want to get tickets to even more of them. I just knew specifically that I wanted to go to this specific rave, which is Freaky Deaky in October, um, late October. It's like Halloween themed because I went to it last year. Fucking loved it. Loved it. Um, And my girlfriend also like really wants to get into raves and stuff. So I got our tickets. So I'm so excited about that. Um, I have to, we have to like, oh, don't bump the mic. Um, we have to figure out our outfits. We got, I got us the two day passes and it's also in Austin this year, which is so nice because we don't have to figure out housing or driving or anything. Um, but I know on one of the days we want to do like a sexy spooky kind of thing. And on the other day we're doing a more sexy cute kind of thing. So we know for sure, at least on one of the two days that we're going as Karomi and my melody we just don't know what to do for the other day. We've been going back and forth between, like, fairies or, like, clowns or also, I kind of, I think we, the last thing we might have talked about was, like, psychedelic fairies because I mentioned, like, honestly, I kind of just want to find really fun fucking patterns and wear that and also wear the least amount of clothes as possible because, in my opinion, that is the, one of the main points of going to a rave. Um, but that's something fun. I have more things in my personal life that I'm looking forward to and that I'm enjoying. Uh, YouTube stuff just kind of sucks ass at the moment. But that doesn't matter. (laughs) Because it's time to end this episode of Gray Space. So let me know what you guys thought about this. Um, Also, let me know if there's anything specific you want me to talk about. I did mention doing advice stuff, and I think that's something I can do, but it's not something I want to do all the time. So if you have like a specific topic that you want me and or Lexi to talk about, um, let me know. And I will see you (laughs) if slash when I ever get off my ass and post on the main or this channel. That's all. All right. Bye.